0: Welcome to Reactivators, a podcast where we review video games from inside video games. Reactivators is natural device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. We react to the games we invade. Every week on the podcast, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give him an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective. We are Reactivators. I'm your host, Mr. AAA, the COD King, the Indie Go-Go-Getter, it's Nick Funko Stanza, and joining me, as always, my fearless co-host, Baby Tyler Schnub. Yes, wait, wait, what's up? Baby <laughs> Tyler, how's games?
1: Uh, You know, they're fine. Uh, I, I've been stuck in a hotel room. I started playing Animal Crossing again. <gasps> New
0: Island? No, my old one. Oh, I thought you deleted it. I thought that was. Gaming. I said
1: on this. I said on this show that I I I, I did. I went I went through a whole thing where I said goodbye to everybody, turned off all the lights, and then deleted the um thing off my switch. And then I, and then the ap- update was coming, so I put it back on there. And now I, th- now I'm full swing again, just doing nothing in this hotel room <laughs>
0: playing Animal Crossing. Wow, that rules. Yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> I assume you don't want it. Talk about why you're in a hotel room.
1: No, we, and don't say that.
0: <laughs> okay, you brought it up. <laughs> I did. I you, well, you, you, and then you announced, "Well, I'm not going to double down." <laughs>
2: um,
0: I'll talk about house games for me real quick. I've been playing Death Loop, which I got uh, from friend of the show Michael Hearn. Uh, amazing game. This, uh have our guests heard of this game? I have. You have.
3: Yeah. I've heard of Animal Crossing. Let's <laughs> okay. talk about that. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty fun stuff.
0: Uh, Death, Death Loop is a PS5 exclusive game. It is basically um, Assassin's Meet Groundhog Day. You are a security guard on an island that's trapped in a time loop. And to break the loop, you need to kill eight people in one day, eight specific people. And uh, so the whole game is that you learn a little bit about each person one at a time, and you go and you kill them. But then you never have enough time. So I haven't figured out how to do it yet. But it's super fun and addictive. It sounds like
1: you kind of spoiled the story. But go on.
0: <laughs> I spoiled the story. That's the premise of the game.
1: And that's not the whole. No, I played it once, and I didn't, I didn't. I. And then I found out new info through your thing. So. I consider that a spoiler
0: <laughs> I'm sorry uh, uh well, look uh let's get our guests in here uh because we have two fantastic guests today. Would you believe that? first up, a hilarious comedian from Brook Bro- <laughs> oh, brother <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't cut that, please. <laughs> Hey, we have two fantastic guests today. A hilarious comedian from Brooklyn 9 the improv teams of Voltron and Cardinal Redbird, and a teacher at UCB and WGIS, it's Sarah Klaspel.
3: Hi, it's hey. me from Blurkin' 99 9 <laughs> yep.
0: yep. Okay, now we know it's staying in. Okay, uh, <laughs> let me ask you this real quick before we bring in our second guest, Sarah. How's games?
3: Games is Pretty good. I will say, I um, I'm not like a hardcore gamer, but I play a lot of like phone games. Um, I'm playing The Sims. I play um, a game called Dominations a lot, <laughs> um, and I play a ton of Animal Crossing. I it dropped off for a bit, but yeah, the with the update, I'm like, let's clean up this island because I'm gonna be spending a lot of time here. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I feel you. That's clean to be up all happening.
3: Those so many flowers over. Yeah.
1: I'm. That's. I, I haven't done that yet. That's my next chore. But uh, yeah, it's. It's. Even I even got blue roses, and I'm pissed. I have to <laughs>
3: <laughs> get rid of them. God, yeah. there's too many. Yeah.
0: I have not played that game since 2020, and I'm scared of what my island will look like.
1: Well, Nick, tell everybody what your island looked like when you left.
0: Um, I made my island so that I. Uh, in a way that I didn't want to play the game because everybody was thinking of Animal Crossing as this escape from COVID. And then I put a giant wall um, at the dock and I put my character in a surgical mask <laughs> thinking like, oh, this is going to be funny. I'm scared of COVID even on my island. And then I would turn it on and be like, oh, this is just real life now. I do not want to be here. <laughs> hey, and on that note, let's bring in our next guest. <laughs> He's an LA-based photographer. As well as being from the improv team, Putty, and a Sega Genesis Champion, it's Clay Larson. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hi. Whoa, Sega Genesis Champion. First off, Clay, how's games?
4: Uh, Games are good. Overwhelming in how many there are. I have oh, a much too large Steam backlog.
0: Ooh, we don't hear a lot of Steam talk on this show, surprisingly. we got all console nerds
4: sounds like I'm about to bring up a cup of hot tea and say it's time for Steam Talk. <laughs> That's yeah. <right>.
0: Please do. <laughs> New segment idea. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, no, I don't have a console other than Switch just because I have a good, i large, powerful iMac for photo editing. And it turns out you can boot camp that and suddenly you have a gaming PC too.
0: Wow. Uh, are we talking wine? You've used one. No, no. boot
4: camp is like the official way to install Windows on Intel-based Macs.
0: I see. Yeah, because um, I remember I had an iMac for a long time and was never tech-savvy enough to do that. And I remember just looking at hundreds of games I could not play. <laughs> <laughs> it's upsetting. Uh,
4: well, I can play them.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so he's better than me. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, well, I don't have any regional championship awards uh, as a Sega <laughs> player. Can you tell us about that, please? Uh,
4: I don't know if anyone listening is old enough to remember, but back in the early 90s, uh, Extant uh, Video, giant blockbuster video, for a few years in a row, had their like World Video Game Championships. And they had uh, competitions for both Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. And it would be a thing like I think the first time Mm -hmm. when I did it was like okay they give you a regimen of Sonic the Hedgehog 3 Virtua Racing and NBA Jam. And they had specific things you had to do and way it was scored. Uh, But I entered at the local blockbuster in Upper Peninsula of Michigan and won that one. Then went to the uh, kind of like one for all of that peninsula in Marquette, Michigan, and won that one. And then got an all expenses paid trip to the Milwaukee Zoo. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> rocks. Uh, where, as, I think I was 12 at the time, and a 18-year-old destroyed me in NBA Jam.
3: Oh, oh no. Yeah. Uh,
4: and that was when my dreams of going down to Florida for the real world champs <laughs> ended. Uh, but I still have the it. They gave you a ridiculous, like three foot tall trophy for winning, and Whoa. I still have it. That's great.
0: Um, I've heard it's in your home somewhere.
4: Oh yeah, prominently displayed.
0: <laughs> oh, I that rules. That's like what every kid dreams of to be so good at a video game that your life matters. <laughs> <laughs> and you, what you said, you
1: did get to go to the zoo. Yes. Basically, I lost the
4: first round of that competition, again, as 12 to an 18-year-old. Um, mm. I say that as if his physical size made a difference while playing NBA champs. <laughs> sure. Uh, but at the time, I was very convinced that he knew tricks I didn't know.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. He's cheating. Yeah. I will also but, uh, say,
3: and this probably doesn't make it matter at all, but Clay does not care for sports generally Mm. um so like the the thought of you playing nba jam i was like is this the first time clay's ever seen a basketball game (laughs) Um, a video well
4: i mean listen i won't lie nba jam it was my my the weak point in my trifecta between those three games was the one i was probably worst at. bad luck to start with that instead of sonic
1: 3 i'll tell you yeah Yeah.
0: that's true okay so oh go ahead uh,
1: no you go i
0: forgot <laughs> <laughs> so in this competition you actually had to play all three games
4: yeah i don't remember exactly what it was but it was it i'm not going to get it right but it was something like okay you play the first level of sonic and you get exactly three minutes to get the highest score and that was multiplied by something to be the score of that game and then you played virtual racing on the first track and your time was you know divided or multiplied by something to get your score and then nba jam gosh i don't even remember how they scored that because it wasn't like a normal basketball game which i know is based on points (laughs) um but i can't remember how because the qualifying thing you just played against the computer once you got to milwaukee then you were playing against someone uh so that was just whoever won but anyways, yeah, they, they had a ridiculous scoring system for how they did it.
0: Interesting. Uh, Sonic 3, one of my favorites. You know, we've done 50, this is our 56 episodes of the show. No one has done a Sonic game yet. Blows really? Blows my
3: mind. Hey, uh, Sarah, you like Sonic? Um, In theory, yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: right. Have
3: I ever played Sonic? I Maybe uh, once or twice when I was a kid, but um, never. I, I never got great at, like, really fast games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would play, like, you know, some Super Mario Brothers a little bit or, you know, puzzle-type games I really like. But games where it's like, go real fast and shoot this and do this, um, like the hand-eye coordination. I just it. I never built it up, and now there's no way I'm ever gonna play anything like that.
0: That's fair. Sure. Uh, did you see the Sonic movie?
3: Uh, I did not, but um, Ben Schwartz used to be my improv coach. So Whoa. Um, I've I've met the Sonic, but um, oh no, gosh. not not the movie.
0: I'm starstruck. She has always
4: <laughs> called him the Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, from you
3: know. 2010, I was like, what's up, the Sonic? And he's like, what are you talking about? Right. Um,
4: (laughs) I actually, growing up, our childhood dog, I named Knuckles.
3: (gasps)
1: That rocks. I love
0: it.
4: I like that.
1: Mm -hmm. That's a good name for a dog. I'll come back. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, And you used to call him the Idris, right?
4: Yeah, I just called him the Idris. Yeah. (laughs) Good Good uh, Sonic. Good Sonic 2 casting rumor reference.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He'll probably be recast and it won't be relevant in a year. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, just killing time (laughs) for Tyler to come back. Uh, He doesn't like my segment. So let's jump right into that. Can I say something before we move on? Yes.
1: And this is just a theory I have about why no one chooses a Sonic game. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's because anytime he gets brought up, you say something perverted about him.
0: Oh, well me. Yeah. Look, (laughs) maybe that's true a little bit, but you, we all know that Sonic has one of the biggest deviant art fan bases of all time.
1: I don't think we all know
0: that this is settled law,
1: right? It's not. Um, but you do bring it up uh, when it does come up. And I, that's just my theory as, as to why people maybe haven't chosen the Sonic game.
0: I uh, that's, you know, it's a valid theory, but I don't think most of the people who uh, come on this show, have ever listened to this show. Isn't that right? <laughs> Clayton,
3: Sarah. I listened um, to one episode today. Okay.
0: So. Uh, always nice to meet a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. I will.
4: I will also say, I saw that Nick Weiger was on your show and i I'm shocked he didn't do a Sonic the Hedgehog game. I know. Yeah, the main way I know about that art community is through Nick Weiger's social media. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> uh, we love it. Um, yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> okay, time for our uh, first segment. <laughs> it's Costanza's Call of Duty Corner. Dragovich, Kravchenko, Steiner, all must die. Enemy AC-130 above. RPG. Bloody Yanks! I thought they were the good guys. Ramirez. I know a place. Welcome to Stance's Call of Duty corner, where I talk about all things COD. Um, I so I'm just gonna go into it. I uh I just got finished with my biggest break from Call of Duty Warzone. I I've had since the game came out in uh, March 2020. I think I took two weeks off. Oh, boy, I couldn't believe it. Um, I. <laughs>
1: Um, I think maybe the guests have an idea why I hate this segment, but uh, keep going.
0: Uh, here's what I'll say because I needed a break. I was playing this game too much. I have been for a year and a half and I, it was nice to take a break, but when I got back to it, I started playing on the PS five and now the game has changed. It's so smooth. It's great. Um, I played uh, yesterday morning with two past guests of the show, Dave Hunsaker and Reed Dale, and future guests of the show, Drew Hellenthal, who wanted to be referenced in this segment, uh, <laughs> and we got a win and it ruled. Um, so I, I want to ask first off, uh, is Sarah, you like Call of
3: Duty? <laughs> you know my answer, no. <laughs> Clay, Clay,
0: have you played
4: it? <laughs> I just want. I, I do love that it wasn't even, like, a no comment or, like, no opinion. It was no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, the exact type of game that is. Yeah. I uh, My complaint with, like, lots of games that, because um, I like games, but there's lots of games that, like, guys I know play, and I'm, like, I'm never going to be able to play that or Fortnite or something else mm-hmm. because I just, I don't have the years and years of, like, building up. Um, The hand-eye coordination So I just mash buttons And I'm like you know what Like my little brother I have a 12 year old brother And he plays Fortnite And I will sometimes like watch him play Because he's really good at it And it's fun It's a cute game It's very colorful But also I annoy the hell out of him Because I'm like Do they have any sandwiches in that house? Let's go check it out Oh what if we like build a place And then um, we get like a, a hot tub in there <laughs> And he's like leave me alone I gotta go kill a guy And I'm like Fine Mom will be mad, but okay.
1: <laughs> this is a valid oh. complaint. This is something that uh, uh, I talked well, past yesterday, I think, last episode. Aaron Smith and I has talked, have talked about it, or like, if you're in a house, you should be able to touch everything in the house.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Let's explore.
1: Are we talking about video games or just real life?
3: I, I mean. <laughs> all <laughs> yeah. of the above.
1: It would be nice for everything. Yeah. I, Listen, I I've like... been
3: kicked out of many friends' houses before. Yeah. <laughs> Touching too much stuff. If your friends have a rule
0: you can't touch their stuff, they're not your friends.
3: Exactly. I'm like, if I'm your friend, you'll let me go into your kitchen and make a sandwich if I feel like it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have to be home? No. (laughs) That's right.
0: Uh, Clay, have you played any Call of Duty?
4: Uh, I have not. I maybe played one years and years and years ago at a friend's house, but not really. I do... You've been playing it aren't I thought Call of Duty games were like kind of like Madden and stuff where they like do yearly releases but you said you've been playing the same one for a year and a half.
0: So that is the case still uh, and there is a new one coming out this month Call of Duty Vanguard but oh in...
4: I saw their marketing campaign for Vanguard. <laughs> The war photographer one and it <laughs> is very messed up
0: i'm probably skipping that one uh is what i say every year and then i get it um uh but i don't know it's world war two who cares been there done that um yeah you
1: you've been there done that <laughs> um
0: the I thing d- to answer his question real quick uh These games do come out yearly, but there is a separate game called Call of Duty Warzone now that is augmented by the last two that came out. It is technically a free game and it is what's called a battle royale. So it's like Fortnite. 150 people drop into a map at the same time. You might be on a team with two or three people, but you are playing against the entire map at the same time. Uh, Tyler, what were you saying?
1: I don't know. I was going to clown on you in some way. I, I
0: I don't I don't like these
1: little Call of Duties. and that's listeners of the show know. But I just i maybe I'm in a bad mood. Who knows? But I'm I'm extra salty about <laughs> doesn't sound right. today. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Me well, and Tyler will talk all about Animal Crossing, which is the opposite. You can go into a house. You can touch all the you can stuff. touch the
1: stuff, and you know what? Sometimes it right. stuff does stuff you wouldn't expect.
4: Yeah. yeah, not li- not like in these little Call of Duties.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, no. For You're babies, I'd, up, do, I'd say.
1: Um,
3: yeah, Animal Crossing is an adult game for mature adults. Yeah, how come
1: my mom <laughs> plays it too?
3: Yeah. The, the oldest adult Moms I know. Moms love
0: it. <laughs> uh, well, here's my question. Um, thematically, you know, the idea of taking a break and coming back to something, it makes it sweeter, more interesting. Uh, it doesn't have to be um, a video game. It could be anything. What's a time in your life uh, where you've taken a break from something you really liked and then you found your interest renewed? Let's start with Clay.
4: Oh no. Why'd you start with me? <laughs> uh, my impulse, which is not true, but my impulse was like, oh, I don't take breaks from things. But actually, you know what? The, the most recent thing I've had that experience with is actually improv
0: because mm.
4: I don't do it nearly as much improv as I used to. I came up through UCB and I was on like, you know, years ago, I was on a bunch of different Herald teams that never stuck. Uh, but I slowly kind of refocused more to photography. I still do improv once in a while, but even before the pandemic, I hadn't done a show in a few months. And then we went into that and the first show putty did after the pandemic felt incredible and it's interesting because i've heard a lot of people say they get really nervous when they're coming back to live shows and i was the opposite of that i think because i don't really do it as like a potential you know career goal anymore there's no pressure and so it just felt good to do it again it was yeah really really nice
0: i I feel that Um, my answer might be similar because even though Tyler and I famously hate improv on the show and we're kind of mad at you for bringing it up uh, (laughs) something similar happened to us where we came back and I know for me I was feeling so nervous to go on stage for the first time and then as soon as I was up there I loved it. I was so glad to be back and um, I've looked back on some of those shows uh, from the very early days uh, when LA had lifted its mask mandate and it was so much fun. I love
3: it. I guess mine... I mean, I kind of did this with Animal Crossing. I've like put it away for a month or a few weeks, (laughs) not long time, but I picked it up and really liked it. But I will say um, it's not a thing that I've ever done very consistently, but I love arts and crafts projects. And just this uh, for Halloween, I was um, I was a, a Loki one of the versions cool. of a Loki um, with a, I wore a four loco dress and then I uh, had a bunch of Loki stuff. So I was for Loki. Um th- I was really proud of it. Uh, <laughs> I got to mention it as many times as possible. Yeah. Um, But I uh, just like putting the small stuff together, like c- uh, compiling that costume and like adding the little details and um, yeah, any sort of craft project every, or like, when Thanksgiving comes around, my family, uh, my mom always makes cookies, and then we frost the cookies. And I always get really detailed, doing very dumb, <laughs> making dumb, you know, dinosaurs and zombies and stuff out of these um, cookies that I'm frosting. Yeah, I just love crafts, um, and it's always a long time in between I do the next thing, but feels good.
0: Love that, Tyler. You got anything? No. <laughs> How about? Hmm, what's something you've taken a break from?
1: <clears throat> okay.
0: You're well, staying in a hotel.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Then, nice try. <laughs> um, yeah, I've taken a break from living in my own home. Um, I don't know. I've, I, uh, what have I, maybe music. I don't know. Because hmm. uh, I, I, I was in bands and stuff for a long time. And, didn't do me it didn't it wasn't in any bands for like five years and then started a thing very nervous for an early show that i did it was at a house and people had already liked the music online so it was just a bunch of college kids just jumping over each other i was like oh this is easy i don't have to i don't have to sweat this at all um so that was pretty nice i don't know was that a brag
3: no i love it
1: okay (laughs) um
3: this is your podcast brag all you want that's correct.
1: It's my podcast. you hear that, Nick?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, that's mine.
0: Mostly heard that. Uh, and that's been Cassandra's Call of Duty Corner. <laughs> and he leaves. <laughs> right, i <at> some
4: seguing <laughs> to him. Oh, no. Wait, but I thought this was his podcast. <laughs>
0: huh? Well, it's mine again. He lost it already. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's taking a break so he can come back and really enjoy it.
0: Um. To not copy clay's answer i guess i could do something else uh i um my very man childish hobby is uh putting together legos and um i hadn't done that since i was a little kid and then i started buying them again recently and that feeling of putting them back together it just it feels great and then i got all these marvel ones it's everything i ever dreamed of except for lord of the rings i missed it in the gap where i was not interested in them, Lord of the Rings came and went. That's like the coolest thing ever. Tyler, are you back? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it for Call of Duty Corner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I guess, so this is going to be uh, a little bit different this week. Cause I don't have what I need to do my segment. Uh, but it is, uh, listeners will know that I, I had an issue with a Best Buy employee, uh, or not. I had an issue with a Best Buy uh, with a mic last year. I bought a podcast mic. It was about $80. They claimed that uh, I couldn't get a refund for it, even though it never showed up to my house. There was somebody who called uh, last week, representing Best Buy, and uh, they left me a message. Uh, this week, they have left me another message, so that will play right now.
2: Hi, this is Eustace from Wuss Squad. This is a message for Tyler Schnupp, calling about case seven four three five one one concerning your missing podcast microphone. I wanted to update you. We won't be able to send you your microphone because our CEO Corey Barry was recording an episode of Underwater Boss and accidentally submerged your microphone fully in Lake Michigan. We tried the trick where you put the microphone in a bag of rice to dry it out, but we only had fried rice. So your microphone is sopping and greasy. Um, Don't worry, we're gonna make this right. We're gonna build you a new podcast microphone and this microphone won't make you sound like so much of a baby, (laughs) right? I wonder what the indie go-go-getter will call you then. Uh, And, We're we're definitely going to make this right. We're going to invite you to a beta for one of our new titles on the Best Buy Station 5, which is the console that Best Buy is building. Um, How would you like to be the first person to play Late Night, the video game? Okay, so there's some copy I'm supposed to read here for Late Night. Is there anything more thrilling than late night talk shows? America a decade ago didn't think so. What the Time's Up movement was to 2017 and Black Lives Matter was to 2020, I'm with Conan was to 2010. Best Buy knows that this is a world gamers want to revisit over and over again with their hero, Mindy Kaling. Adapted from the 2019 Amazon Prime smash hit, Late Night the video game will follow players will allow players to build their very own Indian woman and shatter the glass ceiling of working for a white woman. It combines turn-based combat of Pokemon with the quip-based encounters of Monkey Island. Players will submit monologue jokes like something about slut-shaming for their boss, the hilarious Catherine Newberry, to reject or accept. Do you have what it takes? The adventure of a lifetime awaits, in Late Night, the video game presented by Best Buy for the BS5. Uh, so um, I'm going to need you to get back to me to see if you want to be in that beta. And also I'm going to need a reactivator. I haven't gotten that back. So just uh, just respond to this voicemail and, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So thank you so much. What the hell?
0: What? <laughs> Wow, okay, Tyler. I don't know if you're ever getting this mic
3: i yeah, I wouldn't trust that okay guy.
1: yeah i that I am sort of getting that gist if if he does call back, I'll let everybody know
0: wow <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this this does sound like
4: you might be like an office prank at like Best Buy h q <laughs> Like, someone in the office keeps calling you to be like, yeah, 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 it's coming, and then they have, like, a board up in the office break room of, like, how many times you've been called and convinced that it's still coming. You
1: know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the first time, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that, that is that happening happened. to anybody out there, that better not be what comes next. I better not find out you guys are doing that. <laughs>
0: um here's a question if you had to get back at a major corporation what would you do what the fuck is this (laughs) just trying to add a little something to your segment the segment's gonna be long (laughs) enough
1: my friend end of segment
0: uh okay well um i we're looking forward to hear brother i can't talk uh Hey, we have some great guests, and we're going to talk to them about uh, the Game of the Week Link's Awakening after this break.
3: If you like video games, there's a good chance at least one holds a special place in your heart, making your insides feel fuzzy in the best of ways. And oftentimes, it's about more than just the game itself. I'm Connor McCabe, and I host the Call Me By Your Game podcast, where on each episode, I hear from a guest about a special video game from their past. Join me each week as I hear from some of the sweetest actors, funniest comedians, and most lovely video game people around about what makes video games personal and the memories they have tied with them. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, and maybe someday you'll even call me by your game.
0: And we're back! Link's Awakening is an action-adventure game developed by Grezzo and published by Nintendo. Unlike most Zelda games, which are set in the land of Hyrule, Link's Awakening takes place on Koholint Island, where series protagonist Link washes ashore. On the island, Link must collect eight instruments in order to awaken a sleeping whale deity that can help him escape. Link's Awakening plays from a top-down perspective as players control the adorable little Link to fight monsters, explore dungeons, solve puzzles, and defeat bosses. Originally released in 1993 to unanimously positive reviews, with some reviews calling it the best Game Boy game ever made, a remake was released in 2019 as well for the Nintendo Switch. Uh that game received positive reviews too uh for its art style and very slight improvements to what critics called a nearly flawless original. Link's Awakening went on to sell over 5.4 million copies and is one of the best-selling games from the Nintendo Switch ever. Um and it probably sold a lot on Game Boy. I didn't look that up. Clay and Sarah, I understand this is one of your favorite games.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I think we won. We chose the right game.
1: Yeah, Those
3: credits. Yeah.
4: Uh, I actually did look because I, I was looking up just because it's been longer since I've played it than Sarah. Uh, it actually the Switch version sold more than the Game Boy version.
0: Damn. Wow. Yeah, in which
4: a, I would not have believed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in a time where there were much fewer consoles out. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about this game but my understanding is that although both of you have played the game you've played different versions of it
3: kind of Uh, of. clay has played the the game boy version and the 2019 version and i'm just currently playing the 2019 version okay I,
4: i actually have not played the 2019 version
3: oh you haven't
4: no, I don't know where you got that.
3: <laughs> Why do we have it?
4: Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like, cause... we
3: gotta get this game.
4: <laughs>
3: uh, no, I, no, I love we, it.
4: Yeah, we have it because I borrowed it from my friend Ben because he had it and wasn't playing it. And I thought, oh, Sarah, you had brought up maybe wanting to play a Zelda game based on recommendations from your friends, but thought uh, Breath of the Wild might be too, I don't know, fast-moving were like difficult Mm. for you Mm -hmm. and i suggested link's awakening and borrowed it from ben for that reason
0: huh well good
3: pick i'm playing it you're right it's my game it's not clay's game (laughs) Uh (laughs) for
0: once my intel was accurate (laughs) 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 um so very interesting let's start so clay you've played only the original game boy one then
4: yes i i do not remember if I played the original original, or the, the color re-release they made right. for Game Boy Color. Uh, but I also think I played whichever one it was, probably in college on like an emulator to re- replay it at one point. But I hadn't played it since then.
0: Interesting. So um, can you tell us any memories of that game or what, uh, where your fondness from for it stems from?
4: I remember, because I like Zelda games in general for the exploration aspect of it, which is, you know, what they're known a lot of times what they're known for. And like exploring, finding secrets and hidden rooms and all that sort of thing. And I remember the Game Boy one is, I mean, it's kind of known for this too, of being incredibly impressive in how big it feels for how small it has to be for a Game Boy game. Like those original games are... I think four megabyte cartridges or something like that. It's like smaller than a lot of photos we post to Instagram, you know, it's like, (laughs) and it's an entire game. Mm. Uh, And Mm. the fact that it's such a good game. And um, I I also just like it because I feel like it's weird for a Zelda game. Yes. I have, I general, like I've found that I tend to gravitate a little more towards Weird games or or not that this is that, but sometimes what I think of is like the game version of B movies where they're not bad, but they're not blockbusters, yeah and that links awakening is in some ways I think that for the Zelda universe
1: sure, I agree with that yeah. uh, Sarah have you have you beaten it
3: yet? I have not okay um but I'm. Most of the way through. It. Okay, so
4: she has six of the eight instruments to wake the windfish. That's great.
1: Whoa. I guess I didn't want to no spoilers. Th- that, yes, I well, that's why that that's why I asked you. I was like I don't, Nick I don't said Nick said that in the blurby
0: red. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so sorry. Good I, Lord, Nick. I I keep spoiling that there are eight <laughs> things in a game that you need oh, to d- get no. to do something else in the game. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm not going to finish it now. I know what's going to yeah, happen. I'll
0: never play Deathloop again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah, what's your experience with this new Link's Awakening?
3: Um, it's really fun. It's, it's beautiful. Um, I do like the um, exploration of it. Um, there... Um, I I get like mildly frustrated sometimes with there's there will be something that's hidden and Clay will be like oh I think you try this and I'm like oh that did work man I wish I would have known that (laughs) like um, a lot of it is just I think just like finding stuff out Um, and maybe I'm just too dumb to try stuff but um... no I'll
1: can I'll say this I've said it many times Zelda Zelda games make me feel like I'm the biggest idiot in the entire world. (laughs) Um, but this is something Jeremy Schmidt, a friend of the show, has always said is that Zelda games expect you to know a lot more about video games than you, you know, they just expect you to know. And if you don't know, it makes you feel so stupid.
3: I played I remember I played I can't remember what game this was but I had it on the Nintendo DS and it was a Zelda and there was um, it was a Zelda um, and there was I was I remember being at this temple or something and I could not get past this thing I was like um, you have to like um, put out a torch or something and for days and days I couldn't get it and then I realized oh the Nintendo DS has a microphone on it and if I blow ah. into it. That's how it it blows out. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have I spent days and I could have just, wow. Absolutely um, rude. And I, yeah. I do think, I think it's cool, but I also, um, there are some things that I'm like, oh, I would, I have to Google this. Um, or I have to be like, hey, Clay, how does this work? And then Clay will tell me how <laughs> it works because he's played a bunch more video games than I. And it is, I don't know if I like it or if I hate it, uh, but it is just a, a kind of annoying thing of like, oh, you have to have some knowledge or you have to have the time and patience yes. to explore and try everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not the most patient person. Um, and I'm very busy. I have so many things. No time. Sure. <laughs> I got to get back Bye. to Animal Crossing. Yeah. It's
1: a lot of time. Yeah, clear.
4: Sorry, Nick, I thought it, I thought you started to say something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm always willing to defer to our guests. Um, <laughs> um, I'll say this, uh, that augmented reality stuff, I think that's what you call it, where it's like mixed media, like you have to blow on it, or um, even the reverse of that, the game is blowing on you <laughs> kind of thing. Um, I maybe i'll come around to it one day but right now i kind of like to keep it separate like keep real life separate from my games a couple of times i've done vr it's just different to me i don't know even if i can imagine i'm swinging a lightsaber at somebody uh, and it looks good um i when i put on a game like this like i think skyward sword is a recent example i'll turn motion controls off now this is a controller i press the buttons to make the game move and i'm happy with that
4: yeah i feel like nintendo i don't think i had heard sarah's story about the blowing on the ds thing <laughs> uh and my first thought was like ah very cute nintendo and nintendo <laughs> is the company that likes to experiment with stuff like that 100 but i think they also yeah and i think they also do that stuff what's weird is it's almost a reaction to what we were just talking about which sarah and i had also talked about with this game of like not having the the language of having played zelda a lot yes she doesn't know certain things like i remember there was one time the game has like a little thing you can get that makes a little chime or bell when a secret is on is near you and she was trying to figure something where out one of them were and i was looking and to me my brain saw that there was like four patches of grass arranged in a cross with a blank spot in the center yeah. so my brain from playing zelda is just like oh you need to dig there but that's because i've played a lot of zelda like right. and like yes it's a context clue but especially with the art style where it is very grid based why would you necessarily just? automatically assume that you have to dig in that blank spot and not another blank spot Um, but I think the stuff with the blowing is like them being like well people still want it to be a Zelda game but we gotta try something new Yeah. so it is almost like doubly worse for
1: people
0: who (laughs) haven't played it before (laughs) yes absolutely Um, I was reading about um, speaking of Steam games, uh, Valve and they released um the original Portal portal, and Gabe Newell, who um, helped design that game, uh, he was talking about how in making that, it's a linear game, but because of the way it plays, where you have this gun and you can shoot all over the map, they had to figure out ways for light and sound to trigger to the player, this is where you're supposed to go without outright telling you. And they were very successful in that and have used it in their games going forward. I think that's so fascinating. I wonder, uh, Sarah, if you were to play a game like that, that um, guides you into those game mechanics that I think we having played so many games, we just know like if that would make a Mm. difference for you or not. Um, But I'm also I wanted to say on the topic of Zeldas, I do think you'd like Breath of the Wild if you tried that. It is. Yeah,
3: I'm yeah. uh, This I I mean, I have liked and played some Zelda games in the past. Um, and I'm liking this, so I might try it. And if it gets to like crazy hard bosses that I, <laughs> my body just doesn't know how to deal with, I'll be like, Clay, come over, <laughs> defeat this guy, and then let me get back to exploring and <laughs> g- collecting gems.
0: Mm-hmm. We talked about it when we did our Breath of the Wild episode, but it's the game that the most people say uh, to me um, I was not a fan of Zelda games before I played this. The world is so open, you can do what you want to such an extent that it doesn't even feel like there is um, a big boss fight unless you want there to be, uh, interestingly. It's very fun.
4: Yeah, it is. I feel like that's the probably the biggest revision to the like, Zelda format since probably the first 3D one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm arguably even earlier than that cuz the 3D ones are kind of the same format as the 2D ones just in 3D um but yeah breath of the wild we have it i'm sure she'll she'll give it a shot once she beats link's awakening and is like i'm a zelda expert now
0: <laughs> um on the topic of link's awakening a- uh, I wanted to say this game has a uniqueness to it in a lot of different ways, but something that I think is interesting is that this is um, this is a Zelda game that has other Nintendo crossover with it. You can there's the chain chomps, uh, mm-hmm. Goombas, and even Kirby appears in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the heck?
4: <laughs> it's I, I actually like have read about like the development of it a bit and an interesting thing because the original game boy they basically started developing it as like an after hours project at nintendo and it just like after they were experimenting with it and like it started they were trying to make a basically port the super nintendo zelda game to the game boy but they ended up just making a new thing and basically it was such a freewheeling development i guess that that's where a lot of those crossovers came because they were basically just the equivalent of just screwing around (laughs) okay um it's also it's also why the uh i didn't know this but because the characters in it are all like just a little off like they're all just a little weird (laughs) and apparently i just learned this recently uh because this was being developed around the time Twin Peaks was on That's the air. That
1: Whoa. That's
4: they're in they're one of the big inspirations for Link's Awakening was Twin Peaks because they're like stranger shows up it's a small town he doesn't know exactly what's going on yeah
0: Interesting. that is fascinating uh, another thing I want to talk about especially with Sarah the Nintendo Switch version this is one of the cutest games I've ever seen.
3: It's so cute. Uh, yeah. It absolutely is. Um, it's, yeah, it's really f- fun and easy to, to look at, um, which makes me sound um, just like a Midwestern mom who's like, this game, what a, what a cute thing to watch. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, speaking to someone who loves Animal Crossing, this is Animal Crossing for um, a real person video games, and I love mm-hmm.
1: it. Yeah. I, it is... Canon on the show that I I love I uh, this is this is an adult baby game but I I refer to these as baby <laughs> games these are the kind of games that I like quite a bit an Animal Crossing oh, yeah. a Kirby but uh, I this this is yeah this I like this is this is a top five game for me by the way in my top five whoa oh, yeah. yeah wow oh wow um uh well yeah clay
4: yeah it's uh I, I would also say I feel like it's funny that you say like. Like Sarah, you say it's it's not a, a, a I don't know real per- or it's just cute or you feel like a mom for watching it. But like I also don't think there's anything wrong with like wanting to <laughs> if a, you're gonna play a video game, have it be something that is like a treat for your mm-hmm. eyes, yeah. you know? Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I honestly I, I think that's a huge um, like that that makes me play a game is that it's uh, visually enticing. There was like. Um, uh, going back to my old Castlevania or, uh, my Nintendo DS, um, a friend gave me like a chip that had like just a ton of different games and one of them was Castlevania. And, um, I remember people being like, oh my God, Castlevania is like the best game. You gotta play it. It's so fun. And I'd play it and I'd be like, it's fine, but it's not just like, I don't want, I don't, I'm not enjoying myself like looking at it. Um, and maybe it was just like Not my type of style Not that it's an ugly game By yeah. any means But It's um, <laughs> It's the same thing Like when you look at the com- Like the comics in the newspaper And there's always that like Gosh, what is it like Dr. Rex Morgan or something (laughs) that is just Uh it's like drawn very naturally. And it's like this is what people's faces actually look like. And they're saying things that are maybe mildly interesting, but um, I'd take a not funny, interesting cartoon that's like drawn well and but cartoonish. Then, you know, just people's faces. I don't know.
0: Jimmy Garfield.
3: Give me some dang Garfield. Put him in a lasagna uh, tin. <laughs> That's funny.
4: Uh, yep. And I, I don't know if you guys heard, it came out today. New Garfield movie coming out, voiced by Chris that Pratt. Uh,
3: what?
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll say this.
3: A- he's that and Mario?
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Yep. <laughs> Insane. I-
0: I think he's a better fit for Garfield than he is for Mario.
3: Yes. I think that's true, but I don't think he should be either. <laughs> I
0: would agree with that. Um, uh, Bill Murray's Garfield. <laughs> yeah. Hey, true. Tyler. At least
4: Bill Murray is my Garfield. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you, I see you have a giant poster of a tale of two kitties behind you.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, I insisted that we hang it right in the bedroom.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> Yeah. we moved in together, and I was like, Clay, um, can we move this? And he said, absolutely not. Mm. Um, will you move it, you leave. And so it goes in the bedroom.
1: You move it, you leave. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I, <laughs> if anybody touched my Garfield Tale of Two Kitties uh, poster, <laughs> not framed, I'd be pissed. It rips. Um <laughs>
0: speaking of rips, Tyler, I gotta know. Um I wanna hear a little about you and your experience with Link's Awakening.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I uh Am I on a lag? You're back. Okay. Um and we won't be playing the game uh today, but is Tyler on a lag? Um Oh
0: yeah, it's a segment we do
1: sometimes. Sometimes. That could have been my segment today. Anyways, um could have been it. I, um, yeah. I so my I used to play this when my I had a cousin from England who would come visit in the '90s, and he would always bring this game, and so uh, it was the only time I could play it. But I would try and get as far as I could through it. By the time he would left would leave, so it'd be like two weeks, and so very tied to nostalgia in that way where i was like this is cool i love playing this it's and he sadly passed away a couple of years ago we were the same age and when he passed away i did uh try to beat it uh uh my you know just as an adult i was like well i'll try and beat it Be, you know whatever just as like a i don't know like a you know it. it that, that's how i grieved i guess but uh
3: yeah I think that's yeah. a great way to do yeah. it. <laughs> and then
1: I beat it. Like
3: this is a thing you enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. And I
1: beat it and I did, I did cry a little bit. It felt nice. It was like, it was like a nice therapeutic thing. And so I think partly part of it is tied to like nostalgia and maybe some, you know, uh, a family member, but like, yeah, and then I played the twenty nineteen version and uh and then I also cried at the end. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. And then I got like a little I got an amiibo from the game just as a like, all right, that's that's my that's my trophy for beating them both. Um That's very sweet. Yes. That's great. Thank you. Uh, uh will I cry right now? No. <laughs> uh but,
3: but if you want to, if it's I want a safe to, be space, fine, right? Listen, yeah, I think I... we should all cry about something.
4: <laughs> we... Yeah. Do you want us to like egg you on uh... and like try to like Clay? If we like
3: Clay, huh. we are their guests, <laughs> and I will come unplug your computer right now. <laughs>
0: I, that's not weird. That was what I was help. about to do. <laughs> we, uh,
1: that's actually for our other sto- show. I was Star- gonna. Oh, sorry, go
3: I was going to suggest that we all have to, if Tyler cries, we all have to figure out something that we're going to cry about so that you don't have to feel alone, Tyler. I'm right. not going to egg you on. Um, I
1: appreciate it. Um, but I, mean, I love I, crying. I, frankly, I do too. It's actually pretty nice. Uh, uh, but I will not do it today. Um,
3: I saw um, uh, Cats, the movie, in theaters amazing. twice um and then um at home by myself well uh <laughs> that i watched with my sister um and i cried every single time i watched it it is a very bad movie um <laughs> yeah. i absolutely love it i would see it again in theaters um and yeah um they s- s- start the memory uh, song oh, and yeah. um the tears just they just burst out of my yeah. eyes <laughs> yeah love it
0: it's a uh- Kate Hudson, right?
3: Singing? Oh, um Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Yikes.
0: Kate, Tyler edit that out. <laughs> no, I was <just>, <laughs> There's no uh, way. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, she uh she sings memories. And um, she's mm-hmm. got like s- snot bubbles coming out she, of her nose. It's, yeah, it's horrific ridiculous. crying.
3: <laughs> I absolutely loved it. <laughs> uh, she's so talented. I cried every time. <laughs> Even when I watched on HBO at my house while my sister was on Zoom, also watching it at her house in New York, Um, still cried great.
0: <laughs> I watched it over Zoom with uh, past guest Francesca Tricamo Palmer, who, who turned me on to that movie. And I love it. I'll probably put it on tonight. It's it's a masterpiece of <laughs> terribleness. We've
1: done a um, lot of hey, shouting out to all of our past guests
0: today. Yeah, and <laughs> shout out to our current guests, Sarah Klaus-Bull and Clay Larson. Yes, shout, uh, out. <laughs> shout out. Shout <laughs> out. Do you have um, anything else about Link's Awakening you'd like to talk about today?
4: Hmm. Are you asking all of us or Tyler specifically? <laughs>
0: do <laughs> you have any more sad stories about
1: it sure and uh, i'll never forget that never mind no uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> no uh, our guests our lovely guests anything else you want to bring i do think up? it
3: is um uh i guess this is not the biggest thing but i think it's so weird like clay today asked me okay so what do you think is the story of link's awakening and i was like so you land on this beach and there's this island and you have to awaken a fish and to do so, you have to collect musical instruments that are hidden to wake this fish. Yeah. And there's also a big egg at the, that's a bird maybe at the top of a mount. Like the story is bonkers. Um, it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but it like is. Like Twin Peaks. That's right. <laughs> like exactly <laughs> like Twin Peaks. Um, but it's fun i like it. Um, i like that um it doesn't have to have a succinct story um um yeah it's cute uh
4: interesting thing i don't know where you're at with this sarah but it it has like a big trading quest where it's like oh you get this thing from someone and
3: mm-hmm. someone else
4: needs it and then they give you something someone else needs and blah 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 mm-hmm. uh that's the first time they use that in a zelda game and i learned recently uh that's based on a well one i think they used it because it was a small game because it was technically from the game boy uh the fact that you kind of have to crisscross the island so much to do that it like gave it more gameplay effectively interesting uh, because you had to move around enough more but also it's actually based on there's a japanese folklore story called it's something like the legend of the straw millionaire and it's i don't know the exact but it's basically i think a a lot of there's other stories similar to of like oh i'll just trade this straw for a rock and then this person needs a rock for things i'll trade for something slightly larger and you know the moral just being he went turned a straw into a million dollars or yen or whatever and so but apparently that's what inspired that trading thing, which I always thought was cool that it's just like you wouldn't think of like an old folklore thing as inspiring a trading chain in a game.
0: Sure. Wow. That's cool. I love that.
1: That's my favorite. Uh, I love That's my favorite part. Of, that's one of my favorite parts of the game. I do. I do enjoy. It's very satisfying to, to complete.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, on that note, Clay and Sarah. Sounds like you're fans of Link's Awakening, but have you ever been inside Link's Awakening?
3: Inside?
1: Yeah. yeah. In the, in, yes. Um.
0: <laughs>
1: like, with like in a cartridge. That's interesting.
3: Kind in my, of. In my TV. Mm-hmm. Closer to that. Okay. No. Um. Haven't.
0: Interesting. Well, Tyler and I actually sent you a little package. Um, I think it's right underneath. It's sort of wedged between your Garfield poster and your Sega Genesis Champion Cup. Oh,
3: it's right oh. here.
0: What the heck? <laughs> it's going around yeah, today. that's it. Uh, if you open it, you'll find a reactivator inside. We sent you one.
3: Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Nova, I don't know if anybody's thanked Thank us. you. <laughs> Whoa.
4: We, I,
3: I mean- guess I'm
1: just confused when
4: you came in but
3: clay be thankful they gave us mail we love mail
1: that is true we do love okay. mail
3: thank you for this for breaking into our house and giving us mail
0: welcome yes and
1: and i and i will apologize for nick's deviant art he left <laughs> in...
0: yeah i saw it just That's Sega, that was. Sega genesis uh, cops i i snuck a couple fanfic drawings in there Hey!
4: Inside the inside the trophy.
0: Yeah, I did. (laughs) Uh, And some jizz. Okay, that Uh, let's go into the game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That I can't edit out, my friend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, we cut to the beach on Koholint Island. All right i'm giving you a piece of straw and i want you to take it and trade it for something better uh why well i've heard of the straw millionaire and i'm just you know i'm just a little townsfolk owl here um i'd love to become a millionaire so i'm gonna have you uh my best friend go do this quest for me please
3: Listen, Owl. Um, yes, we are best friends, but um, there's straw everywhere. Um, I'm not really. I don't think anyone's gonna want. Like, I'll be like, I'll trade you the straw for something better, and they'll be like, No, thank you. We have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <sighs> what if, um, what if we just get jobs? Like, you've been really resistant to jobs. I think we should just get jobs.
0: Uh, and it's not that I'm lazy. Um, I just don't want to do any work.
3: Okay. That does, I think it is the definition of being lazy. And Uh, listen, I'm your friend and I'm, I'm here for you and I get it. Sometimes you're not into it, but like, you know, what if we just like became fishermen or something? Um, we could save up, we could get, uh, get a boat, you know, we start on, um, just on the beach. I don't know if I haven't seen any docks so far. Um, there's docks at the river, I suppose. Those fish are nasty though, so um, watch out. But like, maybe we get like we get a four hundred one k. You know, maybe they they provide health insurance, um, that sort of stuff. This freelance life is pretty stressful.
0: It is. It is pretty stressful. I'll tell you, I wouldn't mind catching that big wind fish out there. He's asleep. That seems like it'd be pretty easy to pull him up.
3: Yeah. I have not seen him. Everyone's talking about him. They're like, find him so that we can free ourselves. And I'm like, we just live here. Let's just live. You know, we landed on this place. I don't know what I'm getting back to.
0: Uh, I think Um, you're getting back to um, take this straw and then bring me back a million dollars and then we're good.
3: Okay, I'm going to take the straw and I'm going to try and trade it. But I do not think I'm getting a million dollars um
0: we'll see
3: i also think it's rupees but um that's a lot okay i'm
0: sorry i'm not i'm i'm new here (laughs) we cut to
4: uh uh sarah link uh talking on the telephone in the telephone booth hello Uh,
3: yeah hi um there's these telephone booths all over this island um uh, do you know a place where i could trade some straw did you talk to the owl? Yeah, I did.
4: Oh, I've got bad news for you. He's a bum,
3: buddy. I know it. Um, I'm just looking to upsell. Do you hey? Do you need any straw? You want to give no, me like straw everywhere? Oh my god! This is exactly what I said. Okay. Um, do you have any hot tips? Like anybody who might want straw? Um, maybe Don't we can... take
4: the straw from the owl. That's a hot tip.
3: It already happened, okay? I have the straw, and I was like, I'm your bud. I'm going to up, I'm going to trade it up somehow. So just.
4: Oh, you're just going to be lugging that straw around for, for a, a long time. Just filling up your pockets.
3: Okay, why am I calling you, okay? Are you here to help me? What's What's your deal?
4: I'm very lonely. <laughs> You... It's just nice. Honestly, most residents of the island, they just don't go in the phone booths anymore. I cost a lot of money to set these up all over the island. I thought I'd be able to get some nice social interaction.
3: I have noticed that every single phone only goes directly to you. I can't call anyone mm-hmm. else on the island.
4: I've Yep, they're all a direct line to my house. I can't leave.
3: Um, are you I'm okay? Stuck in this
4: hotel
0: room. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> listen i understand man hey you know what you probably want you're stuck in this hotel room you probably want something right like what if i give you straw and then you give me something else and i can i can upsell that or you give me something and i can upsell it and bring you back like a boba tea or something i don't know what you want
4: i'd love a good quarter pounder with cheese great i've had a burger in so long
3: Okay. Do you have any rupees to give me so that I could go find a, a Burger King on this island? I haven't seen any, but I will. I will seek one out.
4: I do have some, but I buried them somewhere. What? But they're very easy to find. Oh my god. <laughs> They're in the center of an X formed by plants on the ground.
3: It's too complicated, okay? It's
4: where I so store all of my <laughs> savings. Why
3: doesn't it even have a, like a bank here? Let's just get, take your rupees and put them in a bank, put them in a safe. Um, okay, I'm going to go find them and then I'm going to get you a quarter pounder. Wait, I don't know how this benefits me. Do you want the straw? <laughs> we
1: cut we to, to <laughs> Sarah. We cut, we, cut, we cut to outside the McDonald's. Yeah, I'll give you a McDonald. I'll give you a quarter pounder, but you have to Wait. walk my dog. I,
3: but I, I, I have rupees to pay. Um, I found them. I dug them out of a hole. Um, happy to. Uh, do you take rupees or or dollars? No, here?
1: absolutely not. Just need my dog walked. Can't leave the <gasps> McDonald's here.
3: Okay. Um, you can't leave the McDonald's. You or just for the day? Just for the you, day. You like have oh okay that makes that makes mm. sense that i get okay um yeah man i'll walk your dog um for
1: the quarter wait pounder. a minute who is this quarter pounder for
3: um it's for um that old guy who um every phone connects to his house that
1: bum who never leaves his house
3: yeah he's like stuck in a hotel room or something um or that's what he told me do you know him
1: oh yeah i know i mean i'll give you some advice leave that bum alone
3: oh my god
0: (laughs) cut to sarah walking the dog she passes a x on the ground some patches of grass Hmm. oh hey uh i'm sorry i didn't notice you i was hanging out in this grass here um i was just thinking this would be a nice place for a house just build a house right here put in a hot tub make a sandwich
3: that sounds like a great idea. Um, have you tried digging at this X area?
0: Oh, I simply couldn't. I'm just gonna put the floorboards up. Take a risk. I don't want to. I don't want to know until uh, my house collapses if the grounds <laughs> unstable.
3: This feels. Um, like a very poor poor planning. I'm no house builder. Though if you you know, if you need a house builder, I am looking for a job. Um oh. I'm I've been kind of like this freelance trades person, and um <laughs> it's uh it's not an it's not an easy life, you know? Um well, my friend's love-
0: a contractor, let me give him a call. <laughs> do,
3: do, 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 Great. Do.
0: Ring ring, ring ring. <coughs> Sorry, one sec. Okay, he didn't Hello, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Almost hung up. Is oh. he there? Wait a minute. This is that bum. This is that bum from the house. I forgot. My phone I've
4: co-opted know. all the cell phones on Kohil- Holland Island, too. Uh, Please, I'm so lonely. Please don't hang up.
0: Look, I'm not giving you a quarter pounder. I'm building a house on your <laughs> treasure.
4: What? On top of my grass axe? Yeah,
0: that's right, unless you do something for me.
4: Oh no, (laughs) I already gave my rupees to that woman who said she was gonna bring me back a quarter pounder with cheese.
0: Mm, Rupees, you know, I could could go for some rupees right now. Nice rupee sandwich. Are
4: you trying to extort me?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so what?
4: All right, I'll oh, fine. just as long as you don't build your house on top of my grass X bank. I'll tell you where I hid my the other portion of my four hundred one k.
3: We uh, we cut to the old man's house after the phone call. Oh, honey, hello, I'm home. Oh, hi. <laughs> so, did you meet any friends on the phone today? I
4: met. Some people. I don't know if I'd call them friends.
3: Oh, stick with it. You'll find some friends. Why can't you hang
4: out with me more? You just go outside and sweep all day.
3: Have you seen how dirty this island is? It's covered in dirt. And there's the chickens all over. They um. Here's a fun fact. You cannot kill them. Um. Swipe oh, them with a sword. Oh, don't try.
4: Do not try.
3: Don't try. I mean don't don't do it to the dog the dog will bite back but the chicken's just fully indestructible anyway I I have to sweep um we'll but you know you you'll meet some we'll friends see
1: Sarah's characters being voiced by Chris Pratt
3: you know um it's <laughs> it's just it's the craziest thing okay um I have so much to do um I've got this jet pack that um <laughs> that I have to wear while I sweep. Um, and also, have you seen how buff I got, just sweeping? Incredibly buff.
4: Why didn't we ever have a
0: child? <laughs> Her jetpack you know, turns on and she blasts through the roof.
3: Goodbye!
0: <laughs> Who
1: are you calling? <laughs> See, it goes flying all the way up to the, the egg at the top of the mountain. Cracks the egg.
3: Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. It's me, Chris Pratt, the Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Big Fish.
0: The, the beak pokes out of the egg. I hate Mondays. <laughs> we see as
1: Bob from Twin Peaks.
0: Sarah Clausspell and Clay Larson, thank you so much for coming on the show today.
1: Thanks for having
4: us. Thank you for having us.
0: Ooh, let's do some plugs. How about Clay? Is there anything you'd like to plug?
4: Uh, if you'd like to see some of my work, you can go to my Instagram, just at Clay Larson, or my website, claylarson.com. Uh, and if anyone listening to this needs headshots uh, and ref- references this podcast, uh, I'll do a 10% discount. Whoa! Hey. Uh, Whoa. I gonna pick you
0: up
1: on that. I'll, I'll, reference, the, <laughs> I'll reference my own podcast.
0: <laughs> Remember that podcast we recorded together? <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm, give me
4: something more it's not ringing a bell uh, uh,
0: that's a great deal
4: anyway yeah, beat that Sarah
3: <laughs> okay um, well I um, you know you can find me on social media at Class B um, and uh, I also teach improv classes and hey if you come to me and want your headshots Done I am not a professional But I will steal one of Clay's cameras And I will give you an 11% Discount right. Okay
0: Damn it <laughs> uh, Thank you both so much for coming on the show You're two of the funniest uh, Tyler did you have something
1: What to plug
0: To say <laughs> <laughs> I, Your mouth was open like you were going to talk It's
1: okay don't don't worry I c- Keep going
0: you can follow me on Twitter at nick underscore costanza and nick costanza on Instagram. You can also follow our podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Tyler, yes,
1: schnup sixty nine Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check out the Patreon uh, over at Super NPC Radio. We're a part of that now. You can get different things like the Zelda Games Club they've been doing all year, and I was on the last one. Uh, what what you know what a better what better episode to plug that on than this um, and. You can listen to Stario Chart, the other podcast we do, where we uh, loosely tie together astrology and video games. It's very silly. We make birth charts for video game characters. It's uh, we we make you know we've made them for Tony Hawk, uh, the video game character, and Yoshi, and stuff like that. It's very fun. We have guests on that. You can follow that at at Stario
0: Chart on Instagram and Twitter. This has been another episode of Reactivators. See you next time. Hi